live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent, Beijing Dr. Douchebag, Crash Gladys, Get in crash position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off Freak. Freak Nation, we said this in a tweet about two minutes ago. We understand if you need to break away momentarily to head to the Discovery Network as they kick off Shark Week to see Shaquille O'Neal in a wetsuit. <laughs> Wait, what? Yep. Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq, is kicking off Shark Week, and this is freaking brilliant. Hashtag. Wait a minute. I thought they said Shaq Week. I got <laughs> all the DVRs in the house. It's Shark Week. Is that what you're saying? That's Shaq what, Week. That's where I'm going. It's brilliant. Hashtag Shaq Week. Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> is hosting. Kick it off. Shark Week. This is so badass. <laughs> is that, how in the, that, that is one of the largest men on the planet. They Who knows how many rubber trees they had to get to fill out that <laughs> wetsuit he is, man. God. That's not environmentally friendly. And I'm he curious. Is, he is the world's largest human. <laughs> uh, you, you, it, there's probably a whole chapter in the Guinness records for him. <laughs> we got to find a still, a still shot of Shaquille O'Neal in that wetsuit. Curious if he was on it. Back on his, you know, he's he's pimped diets over the last five six years, off and on. I'm curious if he's back or if he's. I mean, if he's Shaq of old, okay. But if he's Shaq of, well, okay, I'm going to have six or seven quarter pounders for lunch. That ought to be legendous just to see him in that wetsuit. How you doing, Freak Nation? Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. A lot of things happening. Got to ask you this. Your sponsor and your sponsor's name is on your title race. Is, on the, is, is the race title in Denver. It's the Dodge Mile High Nationals. Would you, which is worse, going out in the first round of your sponsor's title race or going out with about a little under 20 laps to go in your home country, in your home track of Hockenheim? <laughs> I'm talking about Matt Hagen and Funny Car. He goes out the first round in his Dodge, in his Mopar Dodge Funny Car. Oh, yeah. Dodge Mile High Nationals. Yep. He went Oops. out in the first round and then... Uh, Sebastian Vettel, with about, what, 16 laps to go, dude yeah. decides to put it in the wall. I had some slicks on a damp track and then says, bye-bye, late, and could have gotten that much closer to possible championship, but decides to stick it in the wall. Your stat man, Scat, will go a little deeper in, into what he thinks gone on. So curious, which is worse, man? This kind of a loss on your track, stat man, or the fact that the dudes and women that are paying your bills, you lose at that title race? Well, I think it's the uh, the F1 issue because the Mopars have been out of the Dodge Mopar Mile High Nationals more than once. Uh, in like the first Alan round? Johnson. And, well, Alan Johnson has gone out before. I mean, they've gone out before. We've been there. But I think never having won in your home event <laughs> – and going out with less than 20 laps to go, just sliding the thing into the wall, uh, 
uh, pounding on the steering wheel before you ever hit the wall. (laughs) And then what's worse on top of that, like you said, it's his home track. We're talking about Sebastian Vettel in Formula One. He cranks it in the wall, and then the crowd goes nutso. (laughs) The crowd was cheering their home driver out. I just, wow. Well, that was the one section... what, what were they, why were they cheering? Weren't they cheering for another driver? Yeah, they were cheering for Max Verstappen. Apparently, yeah. they had a huge promotion, and there were like 13,000 people in a couple of grandstands, and they were all dressed in red uh, uh, and orange for Verstappen. And uh, that's what they were cheering for when uh, Vettel went out. All right, Verstappen, he ended up, what, fourth? All right, so that yeah, that, Verstappen was he was competitive at the time, yeah. But he, you know, they put him on intermediate tires on a relatively dry track, and he backed up, and it was the for a change, for a change. Mercedes made some good decisions for um, Hamilton, and Hamilton won the race. So you're not going to say it was not necessarily team orders, but manufacturer orders. Well, there, there were some team orders uh, at the restart after the safety car for Vettel's crash. Uh, the uh, Botas went after Hamilton, mm-hmm. and they were very close. And uh, they said, "Hold steady, there, guy." And uh, <laughs> copy that, fellas. Uh, Freak Nation going to reset with some affiliates and be right back with you for Crash Titus Pit News and Notes coming up. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night from the Lucas Oil Studios. Hold steady. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Ah, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Bringing in a whole slew of affiliates right about now with six past the hour. Thank you guys for being a part of this. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Stat man coming up, John Force. Finally got himself a win. 16-time NHRA Funny Car winner. He won the Funny Car Class in the Mile High Nationals. Also, Kevin Harvick, your NASCAR winner from New Hampshire, will be joining us in about 20 minutes. But first is Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes, brought to you by good friends at Continental Tire. You log on to ContinentalTire.com to find the tire for your ride. That's right. You go to Continental Tire. Crasher? All right, Kenny just talked about it. John Force is going to be joining us in just about four minutes. He was the funny car winner from Denver today. Leah Pritchett won in Top Fuel. Greg Anderson in Pro Stock and Hector Arana in the Bikes. Mopar, excuse me, Dodge Mile High Nationals, one of our favorite events on, on the NHRA circuit. The NASCAR Weekend if that's what we're going to call it, actually began last Wednesday with the trucks racing on the dirt of Eldora. Chase Briscoe with the win there. And will we see the cup cars on that same dirt one day? We're going to discuss that later as it really does seem like it will be sooner than later. Speaking of the cup guys, Kevin Harvick winning the New Hampshire Lobster today and Christopher Bell with that crustacean in the Xfinity Series. Kevin Harvick will join us in about 25 minutes. Formula One raced in Germany and we talked about it at the top of this hour Yeah, if you're a Lewis Hamilton fan and you missed this race, shame on you. Lewis rallied from 14th to 4th in, well, almost no time. And then Sebastian Vettel uncharacteristically went off, and Hamilton just plain raced better on his tires in the part wet, part dry track than anyone else. Okay, there might have been some Mercedes team orders to Bottas, but like Statman says, 
hold steady. The IMSA Series race in Lime Rock Park on Saturday. Joey Han and Dirk Mueller with the GT Le Mans win. Madison Snow and Brian Sellers with the GTD win. And remember our Steven Simpson interview a few weeks back? Well, he and his paralyzed co-driver, yes, paraplegic, paralyzed co-driver Michael Johnson got their first win in the Continental Tire Challenge at Lime Rock. In motocross, it was all a domination weekend. Eli Tomac going 1-1 for the win in the 450s. Aaron Plessinger 1-1 in the 250s. Freak Nation, coming up, John Forrest, 149 race wins. More importantly, uh, back at the top of the podium, John Forrest, you don't want to miss this one. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What is that? This is a spiced honeymead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters and the Ad Council. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
been sent up and I've been shot down You're the best thing that I've ever found you know, digging a rabbit hole here, Freak Nation. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Lucas Oil Studios, Crasher, Statman, Kenny Sargent. We don't buy CDs anymore. But if you have no idea who's singing this song, who produced this song, who wrote this song, uh, it's one of my favorite, if not my favorite, super group ever. The sad part about it is all but one of these dudes are dead. That guy, Roy Orbison's dead. George Harrison's dead. Tom Petty's dead. Bob Dylan's sung like he's been dead for 30 years, but he's still alive. <laughs> the Traveling Wilburys, they made two CDs, two albums. Uh, there's not a bad song on it, Freak Nation. Kidding me? One of your favorite ever? If not my favorite super group with dudes that have dudes that have influenced music for generations, sold millions of records. When you have a super group like this, are you kidding me? All the, here are all these guys like George Harrison and Tom Petty looking at Roy Orbison, going, "Really? You're you're part of this? One of the kindest, most gentle men on the planet, but one of the most influential voices of all time." And then there's there's Bobby D. Bob, think about that. You have the Beatles. You have Bob Beatles, George Harrison. You have Bob Dylan, who's influenced thousands of musicians. Tom Petty, who's was influenced by Roy Orbison, the Beatles, and Bob Dylan. Mm. Yep. Okay, that opens up, like you said, a rabbit hole that maybe we don't want to go down. Already opened it up, Statman. Yeah, man. That's, that's okay. That's pretty. That's pretty. The he- heavy metal, heavy rock, guitar, mm-hmm. uh, craziness, and that's where you say they they rank in the top three, huh? Okay, but hear what I'm saying. Super group, meaning. You know, I understand. Right. I understand. Yeah. There you go. Freak Nation, coming up in moments, John Force <laughs> will be here in the Freak Nation. 149 wins. He got it in Denver for the Dodge Mile High Nationals. What would you see there, Crashers? Six, ten, ten Mile High National wins? Eight. Eight? <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. And, again, these cars have blowers on them, all right? And they're sucking air. They're sucking hundreds of pounds of air per second and you get up into that mile high city and being able to granted i know you've got all kinds of data over the years but still it's you're it's not as bad but almost sucking a golf ball through a water hose is that yeah why not uh john force joining us here in the freak nation and what the hell took you so long to get this win john force I don't know. I hope it ain't this long again, but uh, uh, my team came together at the right time, working with the Bone Trust, with uh, Jimmy Pratt and Karate and, and Daniel Hood and uh, the, the whole group, you know. Um, and uh, John Shaver that runs my car and Ronnie Thompson, they've been in school, but I've been in school too, <laughs> learning how to drive these things. And uh, now I had a good weekend here at Mile High. 
And the crowds were unbelievable. NHRA and John Bannerman, they hit a home run for three days. And um, when it rained hard, tonight we come out of a restaurant and uh, rain hard. So, nope, we're alive. John Force, 16-time NHRA Funny Car Champion. Eight wins in Denver and, of course, 149 race wins joining us here in the Freak Nation. And explain this to me, though, John. You've got you've got your daughter, uh, Courtney. Yeah, hold on a second. No, Brittany, who's winning in Funny Cars. You have your... Top fuel. Your, 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 hold on a second. Uh, I'm, I'm, Courtney's I'm, in funny car. Brittany's in top fuel. I, John gets some confused. Oh, I, I remember. I remember my first beer. <laughs> okay, your girls. Brittany, Brittany's Brittany's got a huge lead. She's already now. Now you got me doing it. Courtney See? has a huge lead in the advanced Chevrolet. Right. Um, Two hundred and some points. Um, she's already locked in the countdown. And um, Brittany, she's seventh in the points. Robert's third. Uh, I, you know, I was eighth. I think I might have moved to seventh. I don't know, but but I'm holding my own. And to get a win for Peak and Chevrolet and Auto Club, uh, these are my partners, and uh, I'm learning. I'm back in school. So, John, and, but, uh, but 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 they they've been winning. You haven't been winning. Why didn't you just cheat off their test and learn how to win again? Well, sometimes it just just don't work that way. No matter <laughs> what you duplicate and you try to work together as a team, um, these crew chiefs have to make calls. And if I, if I knew how to crew chief, I'd be making all the money they are. <laughs> so I don't. So I stick to driving. Low 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 payments over here. <laughs> but uh, no, I love the job. Good weekend. Uh, got a new some new partners. Parker Store and and of course um, uh, you know Hot Wheels. Uh, uh, with their um, performance uh, wax and polishes. I got people joining us, and uh, Brittany, along with Moss but she drove the CarQuest brakes car this weekend um, out, out there, and uh, we'll see where it goes from here. Of course, Robert Hyde, Auto Club. Well, you talk about Hot Wheels, and I know Ashley's son Noah was there at the race today. Was he your good luck charm, or was he just bringing all the positivity because he can be a funny dude? Man, he he's He's out there rooting for uh, uh, Courtney always. And then I won. He goes, Grandpa won? Like, what happened? And uh, But it was pretty exciting. I got him in the winter circle, and he got in with his, with his dad, Danny. Ashley was home with Jacob because Jacob's doing football. And you know how that is for a five, six-year-old. So, um, uh, But he'll be out here. He'll, they'll all be at Sonoma. So, uh, you know, we worked hard, and. We had a lot of stuff. You know, Peak invested a lot of money in me. And, um, yeah, you know, uh, to get this win, my first one of the season, it was 149th. Don't want to look at that. I want to – I got Mongoose riding in the seat with me. I'm excited. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, but, John, this is – oh, I don't want to jinx anything here, but it's so familiar to kind of how Brittany won her championship last year. She didn't have the greatest start to the season, but once she got on a roll, boom, lights out. It was over. Yeah. That's kind of, you've kind of turned that corner, haven't you? Yeah. Well, I've said I turned the corner before and I turned the corner. I'm on fire over the guard ramp. And so I think this time though, my crew chiefs gave me a good car. We, we went down the racetrack every run, um, in, in qualifying, all my cars did. Courtney was low ET. And Robert, uh, was, um, I think he went to third. I went to fifth. But we were one, two, and three Friday night. And that was a big thing. And, and then to get out on race day, 
uh, and to get the win. So uh, we'll take it. Heck yeah. John Force is the NHRA Denver winner, funny car winner. John, you've got the best resume in all of motorsport, but it really rattled home to me when you said you had to learn how to drive these cars all over again. Uh, it, were you just talking, or are you really going through another learning phase? No, these cars are faster. They're quicker when they move uh, to, to make a turn in the groove, you know, to keep them off center lines, to keep them off the wall. Uh, they've just got where, man, they're quicker. So, we, you know, we sped up the speed, the, the steering in the car to help me. And, uh, you know, you push these things on the edge because you can get away with a lot. But I'm learning that you can't. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I only had one crash that was probably my fault. The rest of them were just three of them were explosions. And, and you know, the car is out of control. But, uh, but uh, once it spoke the tires at Chicago and it made a right turn on me, and, and, and I just thought, oh, I can fix this. Well, I was wrong. And uh, so uh, I'm going through a learning curve, uh, not pushing it. Um, if, you know, you lose points if you cross the center line or you oil down. And uh, right now it's critical to try to get in the top ten, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Uh, but, John, you, you've also mentioned something else there that fascinates me. These cars are – maybe going faster in a thousand feet than they were going in the quarter mile. You think something else needs to be done to slow them down for competition well, or safety? Well, NHRA is making, they've made some rules. They've slowed them down and, uh, the track prep is different. And, um, uh, you know, you know, that's their job. They're the sanctioning body. They make the rules. I don't argue. They want to change. They tell us we change it. And uh, uh, sometimes it gets expensive, but it's their ballpark, and they've got a lot of things they have to look at, you know, safety, uh, uh, fan safety, uh, but they've got to give them a good show, drag racing. We're all about speed and ET, but uh, uh, there have been some new winners pop up on the circuit, you know, some smaller teams that don't have the big budgets that can get out there and, and master that racetrack, and uh, that's pretty cool to see. I've seen that a few races back. Let me jump in with one more here, John. Do they ever come to you to utilize your experience in figuring out what we could do to uh, make the car safer and slow them down and still maintain a good show? I think the shows, I think the shows are really good. You're getting side-by-side racing. Got to be careful when you get too much time smoking in the heat. But today, the race, it looked like a normal race to me. You know, from my point of view, because I don't watch every car, but you know, NHRA—they they got a new group uh, that's coming in. That that Graham Light's education, uh, you know, is teaching them about uh, the sport. A lot of them been there for years, and uh, and we'll just see where it goes. Like I said, I'm just one of the players here, and uh, when the ref makes a call, we go with it. John Forrest, just one of the players in NHRA, taking the win in Denver today as they kick off the West Coast Swing. And, John, it is interesting how you say these cars are different than from years past, and you're relearning how to drive them, not push them as much. But one thing that doesn't change, unless there's something with the clutch that I may not understand, is that starting line. You crushed everybody on the starting line today. That is one of your fortes. Well, I just had a... 
I had a good day. I pushed it everywhere I could. I'm up against great drivers, young drivers that are half my age. And, and, uh, but, you know, I was excited, uh, uh, you know, uh, to deliver, you know, for peak. Uh, these guys took me on at my age. Uh, and my job's uh, to sell oil and sell blue dip and antifreeze, all that stuff, and win races. And I hadn't won yet. And, and we, we finally did. Young John Schaefer that runs my car, uh, he was with me two years ago. He won four races with me. And, um, and, uh, but we, we moved him back uh, as a backup crew chief, and, and I owed this kid to give him a shot. And he's been through a lot with all our crashes. And we crashed at Phoenix, at Pomona, crashed at Phoenix, crashed at Gainesville, crashed at Chicago. It was just car was over center. And we even hauled it all the way up to Bakersfield to test it. They gave us a great racetrack. We learned a lot there. And we found our problems, and it's been getting better. I think we're going to be okay. John, wood. are you back? John Force is back. Can we say that? Well, every time I say I'm back, or you know, something goes wrong. But uh, I ain't going nowhere. I love this sport. My family's in it. And I'm just going to keep doing it. Just tell Noah, though, stop cheering for his aunt. Grandpa's more important, right? He's, you know, my grandchildren are, yeah, you know, we had a situation, you know, I was in those crashes, I got hurt, and and I, I didn't realize that I kind of dislocated my shoulder, and I wish I would have broke the collarbone, but I didn't, I just pulled it apart where it's attached, hell, I didn't even know how it worked, and, and uh, but I'd go in the jacuzzi at the house with Jacob and Noah, they'd come over in the evening and autumn, and I work out. I go to a trainer now. I've been into this for about three weeks. Uh, Robert Ortmeier is really good. A uh, guy put me back together and crashed back in 05. And, and, um, but I've really been kind of struggling with it. But then, you know, John Bannemir called me and John, you know, when I was in Gainesville, he said, kid, we got to talk here about this. And, you know, he's a very religious man. We got into some stuff and we talked and, um, he said, you'll be, You'll be better. He didn't say I was going to win, uh, you know, Denver. But he said, you'll be okay by the time you get here. I told him the things we were going through. And we got to Denver. And then Advanced Auto Parts, <laughs> this young lady they brought up there, a Marine Corps, a woman in the Marine Corps, uh, a fighter pilot, and, 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 and a gunner um, on an airplane or a helicopter. Um, but she was hurt. Uh, she lost a leg. And, uh, and when, when we... They, they built her a home. Advance was doing this stuff, you know, for the military. And she was on Courtney's car, and they got to be a beautiful girl. And when I met her today, you know, uh, Advance had put her home together for her so, where she had handicap access. And then I joked, I said, you want some help up the stairs? And this little gal said, I can outrun you, John Force, and I can carry you up the stairs. And it was like, it just freaked me out. She said this. And I gave her the trophy. I gave two trophies, one to John Vandermeer for getting me there. But when I saw this woman, it was like all my pain I had in my shoulders and, and, and just, you know, it all went away. I said, here's someone that fights for our country, the greatest country in the world, in the military. I know Schumacher, they do it, you know, uh, with the Army and, 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 um, and, the, and the heroes that they have and, and, and make a wish and all that. So they're doing it. And, and. I looked at this woman and I thought, so small, so frail, and yet here I am whining about because my shoulder's sore. It shut me right up and I went to work. 
and I was able to give her the trophy at the end of the race. And, and John Bannemere, uh, I only get one, but let her take it home. But, but it was just a wake-up call about things that need to be right, how people really give their lives for this country, this great country, and, and, and get hurt. And, and uh, but, but I tell you, I ain't going to whine no more. I'm going to work and shut up. Wow. What a story. Man, there it is. John Force. Uh, buddy, you going to go have some high, some mile high cocktails right now? No, actually, uh, uh, my therapist, like he did years ago <laughs> when I got hurt, no alcohol, it ain't allowed. Mm. And uh, so uh, I just uh, uh, I, I went out to dinner with my wife and my team tonight and, and my PR people, Elon and Sarah, and, and we just had a great time. I drank a cherry Coke and, uh, <laughs> and let everybody have a little bit of fun. Started raining on us. We're sitting out on a patio in, in Morrison, the little town of Morrison. Starts raining. Everybody's soaking wet. It was just an end to a great day. Man. And, uh, and then I get the call. You guys want to talk to me finally? Yes. I love you. <laughs> All right, John Forrest. Love you, man. Okay, boss. You go. See you, Craig. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Bye. There it is. John Forrest, 16-time NHRA. Funny car champion. 149. That's- race wins that's the <laughs> the all-time driver in all of world motorsports seriously period yeah period uh, how do you top it well you don't that's why you got your stat man scat right now speed freaks pits lucas Oil studios good evening my fellow citizens Four-time world driving champion Lewis Hamilton scored an important win in Germany Sunday. It was the first time Hamilton drove through the field from 14th to victory. And it was a first Mercedes 1-2 finish in Germany, the home event for the manufacturer. The win also lofted Hamilton back to the top of the Formula One points after his chief rival, Sebastian Vettel, nosed his Ferrari into a wall and out of the race. Hamilton's now up 17 with one race before the summer break. Hamilton, though, had to survive a summons from officials who questioned his dark toward pit lane late in the race only to be waved back by his team the radio call was insane how hamilton avoided the pits is testament to his skills even he responded hey guys the team apologized but for me this calls into question their handling of hamilton when someone has superior talent you tend to lean on that to cover your own mistakes where hamilton's concerned mercedes mistakes are many during the course of a season peace Motorsports Radio, redefined. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. 
Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. That's 800-430-4234. Copays and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. It's tricky. It's so tight. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right. On time. It's tricky. It's tricky. Tricky. Coming up, his name is Madison Snow, sports car winner from Lime Rock this re- weekend. He'll be joining us after the break. Also, Kevin Harvick, your winner from New Hampshire. Maybe checking in the tail end of next segment or in the second hour. Kevin Harvick, a little bump and run on Kyle Busch to get his sixth win of the year. That's unbelievable. Yeah. He's never won more than five in a season. He just now got his sixth. And we're only at the basically the halfway point of the NASCAR season. Hey, oh, yeah. And and again, uh, we don't have we, we got to go to break here in about a minute and a half. And I, I want to touch on the, the again, Roush, uh, Richard Petty, uh, Hendrick, um, Dylan's grandpa. Oh, Childress, uh, Richard Childress. Where are these guys, man? <laughs> Golly, it is. Kind of a lopsided year, but then again, every year can be lopsided because you've you've always got the teams that figure it out, and then you've got the teams that don't. It just it's strange seeing the Rick Hendricks of the world and the Richard Childresses of the world not figuring it out this year. Stat man, you look at this. You got we got about a minute, but you look at this with Jimmy Johnson driving that Chevrolet with with Hendrick and Hendrick Motorsports. How much of the next year and the lack of a sponsor? How much do you think that's weighing on the Hendrick Motorsports? I don't think it's a problem at all. And I think the the issue with 
the uh, Stuart Haas Racing is Ford. Ford spent a lot of money a couple of years ago, and the cars have been getting faster ever since. Uh, and when you're winning, you don't have any impetus to improve, and that's Ford wasn't. They improved, and now everybody else has got to catch up. Freak Nation, follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks, or therefore on Facebook, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Madison Snow, your GTD sports car winner from Lime Rock. Got a special one-of-a-kind giveaway that we'll have during the interview. Be sure you follow us on Twitter for that at Speed Freaks. Looking forward to getting him here in the Freak Nation and Kevin Harvick, your NASCAR winner from New Hampshire, for joining us here in the Lucas Oil Studios. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits. Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. The Boca Raton Cougars, the Las Vegas Hookers, and the Arizona Pricks got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the Lexington Studs or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, made with the highest quality 100% cotton available and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome introducing lucas oil racing tv your exclusive unlimited 24 7 motorsports app now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime anywhere get the finest in grassroots racing national events live coverage behind the scenes action and interviews you won't see anywhere else there's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports biggest names like dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing for more information visit lucasoilracing.tv lucas oil racing tv Grab it and hold on tight. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims. So do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters and the Ad Council. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined.
Freak Nation is going to have a freaking flashback next hour. In 2006, we interviewed Edgar Winter. It was a 90th birthday celebration for Les Paul. Edgar Winter, Joe Perry, Allison Krauss. Who else was in there? Oh, Joe Satriani celebrating Les Paul. Uh, Edgar Winter, of course, the creator of Frankenstein and Freeride. He'll be joining us in the next hour. Also, Kevin Harvick coming up. Uh, now, Madison Snow joining the Freaks, the GTD winner at Lime Rock. And uh, Madison, this is your first time in the Freak Nation. What the hell took you so damn long? I was waiting for your guys' invite. Come on! <laughs> we could just blame his co-driver. Blame Brian. Hashtag. <laughs> but that's a, but, that, but that's a, that's the point here, man. Is is we we do have winners here in the Freak Nation, specifically winners that running run on Continental tires. In the sport, the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship and the the GTD class winners, we'll have them here in the Freak Nation when they are winners. And you're a proven winner yourself. Uh, does frustration set in for a guy like yourself that's been doing this uh, for a little bit? Like, why can't we finally grab that win that we've been chasing for, you know, for months? Yeah, I mean, it. You definitely have to wait a long time for it, but we got it. At Sebring at the beginning of this year, so it's nice to have a second one under our belt this year. But you, but my, this is my point though: is when you know that you can win, you know that know that you can win, and you have a winning car, winning team. When you feel you should be winning every week, does does do you carry your frustration through the next day, or you just let it go once you leave the track? Well, you got to do the best that you can. I mean, it's not like you can always win. Somebody has to win, right? I mean, it's definitely tough with the cars some races you go into them and you're like hey i'm gonna win this one some races you go into it and you're like i hope we get off on the podium you know i hope we get off on the top five and this was one of those races because what was it engine failure on friday so the day before the race you guys have engine failure this was probably one of those weekends when you thought i just don't know if it's in the cards huh yeah it definitely throws off the uh beginning of the weekend you know first session brian yeah did a couple laps said the balance was okay, then we had that a big issue. Um, go back out there. So I mean we lost our second practice session. So we didn't you know, we were definitely uh down on the cards compared to everybody else. But thankfully short track you get a lot of laps. It didn't take us that much time to set the car back up and get it good and competitive. Yeah, that's true. Now one thing I thought was really cool after this win was your co driver Brian Sellers said that he had as much fun watching you cross the line in first place to grab the checkered flag than he's had sitting in the cockpit himself. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's good. We definitely have a, a very good relationship. You know, I haven't driven with a whole lot of co-drivers since I'm still only 22. I mean, you know, he's definitely had his round of co-drivers to drive with, but, you know, I've had a great time with him. I mean, you know, I've loved every moment of it, and we get along great. Wow, Madison Snow joining us here in the Freak Nation, your Lime Rock winner, GT class, running on those Continental tires. Uh, Sellers has been in the Freak Nation a number of times, and he's got that personality that sometimes you need it in certain situations, whether your car's blowing up, having a crap weekend. Do you lean on him to bring some levity to the team? I mean, we're always leaning on each other. You have to, you know, lean on each other for their advantages, and we definitely have uh, two different outlooks. I mean, outlooks, two different ways of going about it. You know, I'm pretty relaxed in most scenarios and he's you know always pushing for that last little bit you know always i mean i am too but he's uh not i want to say uptight but he's not uptight um 
it's just two different personalities like definitely balance each other out and you know make each other you know we bring out the opposite in each other which is what we need for each other madison snow the, the freaks have been around so long i hear what heard what you were saying about brian sellers being help make your mentor maybe i remember when brian sellers was a was a young pump to somebody else and now now that you two guys are winning but I want to ask you something that's completely off the track. Do you drive for Lamborghini? Does Lamborghini maybe give a young 22-year-old guy a car that he could drive around on the street and maybe impress one or two females? Ooh. <laughs> I drive a Jeep on the street. That's supposed oh, come to be on, a dude. slow vehicle, but it has an engine upgrade, so it's not as slow as it came. Is it at least a Jeep Contador? It can't be if it's not a Lamborghini Contador. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, jacked-up uh, Jeep JK four-door. All right, yeah, but you, yeah, but you you got to have this low swoopy thing. I've I've been passed by those things on the freeway. Do the women like climbing into that Jeep as well as they like folding into the? Little Lamborghini. Listen to Stat Man. <laughs> well, I, I haven't had a Lamborghini to drive around the street, so I, I wouldn't be able to compare it to that. Well, hey, but Ma- Madison, a- Stat Man, hold on a second. I, I bet you've got a sticker on that Jeep saying my other car is a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Ma- Madison, Madison, how many interviews have you done in your life? Uh, a handful, a number, yeah. It's This is your time, buddy. Let's see, let's hear and see your personality, man. Blow it out. Say, yeah, I've got a big old Lamborghini flag on that Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I try to. I got to keep the Jeep stuff to the Jeep stuff. That's the big jacked up tires and going a little bit slower and going up the mountains, and then the race car stuff to going fast and having fun, winning races. Well, it sounds like maybe you ought to be in Baja, not in the IMSA WeatherTech series. That's always something I've wanted to, you know, get my get my foot in. I Ooh. definitely um, ride dirt bikes quite a bit. Definitely don't race those. I feel like that would be a little dangerous when I'm, you know, committed to a championship like this. But, yeah, I mean, you can race on the track. I get to drive the Jeep, you know, around on the weekends. So I get a good mix. But I definitely like to get into some off-road racing. Wow, there you go. Madison, Madison Snow. So you take that Jeep up into the snow. You're from Utah. You still go uh, up into the snow. And that, as a matter of fact, that's where uh, Ken Block is, is living right now in the Park City. You ever get up and do go into the snow like he does? Uh, not in my, well, I guess when I was in high school not too long ago, I definitely, um, you know, go to the church parking lots, and we have plenty of those around Utah, and, you know, <laughs> hang out in the parking lots in my Jeep on a Sunday and do some donuts and whatnot, but that's that's learning car control. That is practicing for the racetrack. I see. There you go, Kenny. You hear yeah. what he just threw on us there when I was in high school not too long ago. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> well, here's the deal, though. I mean, the sports car season has a lot of gaps in it. The off-road season, if we're talking Lucas Oil off-road racing series, 
that has a lot of gaps in it. If we could put them together, maybe that could be your complete year. You could do this. Uh, that would be a lot of fun. I have to look at that schedule. I mean, they definitely. Um, I know Lucas races out at Miller Motorsports Park or whatever they changed the name to now. Right. Um, they've definitely raced out there before, and I've gone out there and watched them do some of that track stuff out there, and that looks pretty fun. Uh-huh. All right. Madison Snow, your Make winner from your GTD winner running on those Continental tires at Lime Rock, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Man, we're going to let you get back to your Jeep or your Lamborghini. Okay, oh, your Jeep, okay? <laughs> my Jeep. My Jeep right now. I just got back from the Lamborghini. There you go. a boy. <laughs> Madison, thanks for doing this, buddy. Thank you. You got it. Madison Snow joining us here in the Freak Nation. And I drive a Lamborghini, and come on. He's got to get back here in here a number of times uh, to bring out some of that personality. You drive a freaking Lamborghini. Act like it, damn it. He was, he's being yeah, honest, he, Kenny. He dropped that uh, dropped that off-road racing there at the end. Off-road racers are, are wild men. Maybe he's got a little wild man buried deep in that turn four, turn left deal. You know, you pull up to the stoplight in a Lamborghini. Uh, there's no modesty involved, Crasher. It just doesn't. You pull up in a Corvette, you cannot be modest. You're in a Lamber freaking. Yeah, be modest in a Ferrari. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, no. okay, okay, no, I get you, it. You, you, you can't be <laughs> modest. You can't. All right. So uh, that you're basically saying because Statman was trying to basically connect Lamborghini with picking up hot chicks. So you're basically saying drive a Lamborghini. Be a jerk, and you get the chicks. Okay. It seems to be the case. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Madison got, Snow is not a jerk. So. Well, I got one yeah. living behind me right now that speeds up and down the alley, and he's, yeah, he's pretty jerkish, and he's got some pretty nice women that <laughs> ride with him. Oh, he's pretty jerkish, Freak Nation. There's your stat <laughs> man here, the Freak Nation. Uh, coming up next hour, Kevin Harvick, we're told, is going to join us. Uh, he'll be in here. Also, we're going to have a freaking flashback with Edgar Winter. That's right, that guy from Frankenstein, Free Ride. We caught up with him in 2006 with our freaking flashback for a Les Paul 90th birthday celebration that went off in Los Angeles. Kevin Harvick, Kevin Harvick got the win in New Hampshire. Uh, he's had a number of wins there, his sixth race win for 2018. When he's won his championships, he's had no more than five race wins in those championship years. Now he's got six, and about in the second half of the NASCAR season. But there was some news that came out. Actually, there's a hard discussion about the NASCAR Cup Series running at Eldora. And if you're not familiar with Eldora, maybe you saw the truck race. This is, what, their third or fourth year of the truck race at Eldora? Do we know? Ooh. I think it's more than that. I think, I think it's it more goes, than that, too. Yeah, I think it goes back maybe 10 years, yeah. Whoa. Eldora is a it's dirt is a dirt oval, and, it's, and it's, it, it is fun to watch the trucks on this dirt oval. And there's... There is discussion about the cup cars running on dirt. Don't believe me? Go to ESPN.com. Hook up with our buddy. Oh, gee, I can't think of his name right now. Who writes for ESPN? Well, there's Marty Smith. There's... Oh, gosh, no. Uh, Pockrass. Bob Pockrass. Bob Pockrass. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great article about how there is discussion about uh, the NASCAR Cup Series running in Eldora. And, again, they they have got to continue to find ways to lure people back into NASCAR or maybe keep those keep the same eyeballs they have right now in NASCAR crash. I would love to see it. I mean, we've talked, we get the ARCA winners on, well, ARCA was rained out this weekend, but we get the ARCA winners on as often as we can. And we've talked with them ad nauseum about how arguably they could be the greatest 
stock car series in America because they race on dirt. They race on road courses. They race on large ovals and they race on short ovals. So that is ARCA racing is the most diverse form of stock cars in this country. So, yeah, why wouldn't you let cup cars do the same? Oh, don't get into the money conversation. And it's so much more expensive to configure the car. Shut up. If ARCA can do it. Monster Energy Cup can do it, too. Statman, in this article, it also says how five, six, seven years ago, we would be laughing at NASCAR, saying that they're going to put a road course in Charlotte. You're going to run on the road course and on the oval. Okay, that's happening. Why would you be laughing at cup cars running on dirt, Stat? we weren't. I think it's completely valid, and they ought to be doing it. And, you know, if they squeal and squirm, you know, send them home and let people that want to race do it. Bring some ARCA people up there, uh, just like they didn't know how to dr- turn right at one time. Now they do. They'll figure it out. I mean, and, and it'll be a great show, and maybe somebody will buy a ticket. Maybe some of the people who stayed home in New Hampshire today will go to Dayton, uh, Rossburg, Ohio, and buy a ticket to watch them race on the dirt. Yeah, getting back to Crasher's comment about the ARCA series, which, by the way, is now owned by NASCAR. Yeah, true. Like, why not? What You're running out of things to lure people in to watch your series. And if you see big boy cup drivers on a dirt track, I mean, that's where the majority of these guys got their start anyway. Saturday night dirt track racing and super late models, the Lucas Oil dirt late model series. And what was it? Kyle Larson during the rain delay today was talking to Dale Jr. and Jeff Burton up in the booth. And Dale asked him how many races he planned on doing this year to include his dirt schedule. And he said, oh, something along the lines of probably not as many as last year. I think last year I got up to 79. It's like, what? What? (laughs) Talking about Cup, Xfinity, and all of his dirt stuff. That is a lot. That's insane. Whoa. And he just crushed the Cup Series with all of that on his plate as well. Holy Ooh. smokes. Yeah, that is yeah Larson won an outlaw race a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it, a lot of them. Newman has raced on dirt. Uh, obviously, Tony Stewart and Jeff Gordon. But there are a lot of guys who race Casey sprint King. cars on dirt. Yeah. And if you could drive a sprint car, you could drive anything. <laughs> Those things are beasts. A thousand pounds and a thousand horsepower. That's that's insane. And I, I get what John Force said earlier this hour. By the way, you can go to the website speedfreaks.tv and check out the John Force interview. We'll have it up there for you tomorrow morning. Talking about the Dodge Mile High Nationals being sold out. Great crowd. It's not lost on us that the NHRA is eventually going to have to do something about a thousand feet. Something has to happen. What do you mean? We've talked about lengthening the racetrack, shortening the racetrack, just to mix it up a little oh, bit. Oh, you mean, okay, So giving so, different distances for different venues. There are some tracks where you can go a quarter mile. Some tracks where it's just not that damn safe. I know there's a lot of development, development and conversation that needs to go into this. But, again, 1,000 feet in, and I understand the, the visually – Visual subtle differences in racetracks, but when it comes to a driver, Texas is different than Pomona. I get all that. But visually speaking, it's going to have to be mixed up. It's, yeah. it, you have to do something. I don't think they'll ever get back to a quarter mile, though, Kenny. They're going, they're approaching 340 miles an hour and 1,000 feet. You add another third 
a distance to that, and you're getting up to these things are cranking at that point. They're going over 350, maybe 400 miles an hour if they go that full distance. Now, here's how much time, Alex? Bracket race them in a quarter mile. Oh. Hell yes. Bracket race 300 mile an hour funny cars <laughs> in a quarter mile. Coming up next hour, Kevin Harvick's in here and a freaking flashback with the one and only Edgar Winter. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Breaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Break the hell! 
with Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the freaks. Coming off freak. Second hour of the Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. It is Shack Week as they kick off Shark Week on <laughs> Discovery Channel. I just think that's greatness, man. Shaq is kicking off, kicked off their series about an hour ago, so it's okay, man. I get it. If you want to cut back to Discovery Channel and check a little bit of Shaquille O'Neal in a freaking wetsuit, go right ahead. Still no picks. I'm seeking. Yeah. Right. Picks of the biggest man in the world in a wetsuit. Bam. Coming up this hour, Kevin Harvick, your New Hampshire winner, will join us here in the Freak Nation. Also, Edgar Winter, that guy. Uh, his brother, uh, t- what a smoking freaking d- uh, duo with Johnny Winter, Edgar Winter, albino musicians. Edgar Winter, of course, the song from the 70s, Frankenstein, Free Ride from the album They Only Come Out at Night. We caught up with him in 2005, 2006. It was for a freaking flashback. We're going to play that interview. Uh, celebration for Les Paul and his 90th birthday. Les Paul would be 103 right now. <laughs> Golly. Oh, man. Uh, John Force was in here last hour. You can go to the website, speedfreaks.tv, uh, to check it out. Madison Snow, your GTD winner, running on those Continental tires from uh, the Lime Rock track this afternoon. Or was it yesterday? Was the Lime Rock race yesterday? Yes. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, he joined us last hour. That'll be up on the website. Again, Kevin Harvick coming up. Uh, last year, last hour, we were talking about running on dirt. Eldora is a track where the NASCAR Truck Series runs. And several years ago, they started running on Eldora. Tony Stewart owns the track. And Tony Stewart says, hey, man, I'm a big proponent for bringing the cup cars out here. But what do you do? How, do you put a, you put stands in there to seat an additional 20,000, 30,000 to run on this dirt track? In Eldora, Statman, how would you accommodate that? And who, I've never been to Eldora, so I don't know what the pit situation is. I mean, there's actual conversation about this happening, Stat. Well, first of all, I don't think you need to put any more seats in there because I don't think you're going to get that many more people. <laughs> right. Haven't you, haven't you looked at some of these grandstands, especially today in New Hampshire? Today, but, you uh, could blame rain, but yeah, I get you. There's a reason why this was the only New Hampshire race of the season now. Yeah, no, I, I think it would be a great show. I think that they could accommodate the, the teams, and maybe they'd have to say there's only 36 cars or 30, 30 cars or 33 cars uh, be, you know, to match the, uh, the pit space. But they squeezed all the trucks in there, and... Yeah, I I don't I think it would be a great show. I think it would be fun for a change, and uh, I think it's something that needs to happen to get more people interested in what's going on that maybe wouldn't pay attention to a NASCAR race till they see it look old school, and then all of us say, hey, that's kind of cool, <laughs> and you might get a whole new generation of people. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, Lucas Oil Studios. Again, the freaking flashback, celebrating our 18 years. Edgar Winter will be joining us in about 30 minutes here. No, excuse me, about 40 minutes here in the Freak Nation. We also talked about the failures of or, or lack of wins from Hendrick Motorsports, Richard Petty, Jack Roush, Richard Childress, uh, dominating from Kyle Busch, Martin Truex, and Kevin Harvick. 
And again, Clint Boyer with two race wins in there. And Statman, mm-hmm. you've talked about this for a long time about the kind of cake that Ford has pumped into uh, into motorsports specifically. I would say Cup. Is it that much difference than Chevy? Well, yeah. Plus, they have fewer teams to support than Chevy does, uh, so they could concentrate their money into what uh, six, seven cars versus you know fifteen or twenty Chevys. So, yes, they they've been spending a lot of money, and uh, Toyota is another one, and that's Martin Truex just happens to be driving a Toyota. So. You know, so yeah, I mean, there's uh, plus I just like Truex's team. They're based out in Colorado and they aren't all laughing and scratching and having lunch together. They're getting business and they won a championship last year. And I think that you know, they could possibly win another one. They're in the midst and they, they were dominant today until they got a bad set of tires and backed up a little bit. So, yeah, I, you know, I think that when you got all these teams to support, Everybody's banging on your door. Give me some money. Uh, you know, they, they can pick and choose who they want. And Ford and Toyota are having a better idea at it now. Freak Nation, coming up, your Crash Class Pit News and Notes and your Statman Scat. A little Formula One controversy or not? Come on. Controversy in Formula One? Nah. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Welcoming in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. How you doing, man? Speed Freaks. From the Lucas Oil Studios, Kevin Harvick, your NASCAR Cup winner from New Hampshire, will joining us in about six minutes. Also, rock legend Edgar Winter with a freaking flashback here in the Freak Nation. Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes, brought to you by good friends at Continental Tire. Go to ContinentalTire.com, your nearest tire dealership, to get yourself some Continental Tires. It's ContinentalTire.com. Crasher? And we've got that Continental Tire autographed hat up on our Twitter page, so get over there at Speed Freaks to, well, if you heard the Madison Snow interview, to win it. The NASCAR weekend, if that's what we're going to call it, began last Wednesday. Kenny was just talking about Eldora and the trucks racing on dirt. Chase Briscoe with the win there. And, yep. Cup? Will we see it sooner than later up in Eldora as well? Speaking of the Cup guys, Kevin Harvick winning the New Hampshire Lobster today and Christopher Bell winning it yesterday in the Xfinity Series. Kevin Harvick will join us in about three minutes. NHRA raced up in the Mile High City. Denver, Leah Pritchett, your top fuel winner. John Force in Funny Car. Greg Anderson in Pro Stock. Hector Arana in the Motorcycles. If you missed John Force, we had him on about this time last hour. Check it out. Speedfreaks.tv. Formula One racing in Germany. And if you are a Lewis Hamilton fan and you missed this race, OMG. Lewis rallied from 14th to 4th. And then with about 16 laps to go, Sebastian Vettel uncharacteristically went off. Yes, he hit the wall. And Hamilton just raced better than anyone else on a part wet, part dry track on his tires. Yeah, some people talking about some Mercedes team orders, but... Who's listening, right? IMSA, we just had the GTD winner, Madison Snow. He and Brian Sellers co-driving there. And the GT Le Mans series, winners went to Joey Hand and Dirk Mueller. And how about this? Paralyzed driver, yes, paraplegic, Michael Johnson, taking the Continental Tire Challenge win with his co-driver, Stephen Simpson. Guys, anything is possible. 
Motocross racing in Minnesota. It was a dominating weekend by Eli Tomac and Aaron Plessinger. Eli in the 450s winning both motos and Aaron, same thing in the 250s, both motos. Uh, Kevin Harvick coming up. Curious. Uh, his comfortable, comfortability, comfortability at New Hampshire, comfortability uh, there at New Hampshire. I'm going to compare it to golf when he joins us in three and a half minutes. Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What is that? This is a spiced honeymead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters and the Ad Council. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Back with the Freaks. 
Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Kevin Harvick, your New Hampshire winner here in the Freak Nation. And Kevin, with the with Carnoustie in the Open this weekend, I'm going to make a golf analogy with you. Would you come to New Hampshire? Is that like the, your favorite fairway on your golf course, given the fact that you've won there so many times, you dominate there when it's like, ah, it's so freaking comfortable to race here? Well, you know... I think as as you look at as you look at this particular racetrack, it's it's been a a good place for us. It's just been hard to win. The Toyotas have had a handle on this place, and you know I think uh, this weekend for us was was really good, and, and we were able to capitalize on a, on a fast car. Kevin Harvick joining the freaks, and you talk about that that fast car that you had. You were sneaking up on Kyle Busch. Are you on Are you on the radio with your crew chief, or is it all up to you about Hey man, I got to push this guy out of the way now because I'm coming up on him, or do they tell you when to go? Well, I, I felt like I felt like you know I had raindrops on the window and and I had flashbacks of Michigan and I felt like I needed to be uh, aggressive at that particular point. I wanted to I wanted to move him out of the way and felt like that was my opportunity to to move him out of the way and 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 um, you know for, for for me it was uh, the the next opportunity that I had and I was able to you know to to do it pretty good and and just kind of slide him up out of the groove and and um, able to get by so had the opportunity and needed to take advantage of it. We were running out of laps. Of course, Kyle Busch had a slightly different point of view, even though he didn't seem really that upset. We're talking to Kevin Harvick, winner from New Hampshire. Kyle said he really didn't have to bump me, but basically how you race is how you get raced. Someone's yeah, a little... that's fair. You think that's, that's fair? fair? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if I was on the other side, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd, be, I'd be saying the same thing. So, you know, it's... Um, you, know, you look back at Chicago and... You know, those guys are, are doing everything they can do to, to win races, and then that's what we did today. Kevin Harvick, what is it about you, Kyle Busch, and Martin Truex? You've won 15 of the races so far this year. What have you figured out that everybody else is still looking for? Well, you know, I, I think if I think if you really go back and, and look at the stats and, and look at everything that's, that's been going on for, for the last five years, and, and it's, um, you know, that our teams have been – fairly consistent as far as winning races and, and championships and all the things that, that come with that. So I think that the biggest difference this year is you've got a few guys that are, you know, a little less competitive than they have been over the, over the past five years. Uh, there, there has been just more competitive cars, and, and there's a few guys that are struggling right now, and, and I would expect by the playoffs they'll have that figured out. Kevin Harvick, what's going on at Stuart Haas Racing? You guys seem to have a lot more camaraderie as a team than some of the other guys clint boyer for example is showing some success are you sharing some information and putting your team ahead of everybody else on the grid absolutely man you know i think as, as you look at um you know heck been fortunate to uh you know do this for a long time and uh we're just over halfway and have one more races than i have at any point in my career so it's just a that's a huge credit to uh, you know my race team and, and the, you know, the people that I have on my race team and the chemistry that is that has been built and we're just riding a wave and having a good time <laughs> with it and, and um, you know it's uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun and and who knows where it goes from here but it's it's been fun to this point. Can we just be honest? Can we just call this Piper's season? Yeah, absolutely. You know I think uh, you know as as you look at the kids and. You know, you look at everything that you've got going on. It's just uh, every every time you turn around, you get new perspective on on things that are going on in life. So it's been it's been a heck of a ride so far. Kevin, I know you got to go, but what's the significance of Clint Boyer and his success for not just you but the team's success this year? Because this this camaraderie that you guys have, 
Are you feeding off of each other information and maybe when it comes to some adrenaline? Well, I think every, everybody's just doing a good job. And, and you know, I think as, as you look at everybody at Stuart Haas Racing, they're, they're getting better every week and, and continue to, um, you know, to, to try to grind and, and make more downforce and better cars and, and uh, do everything they can to, to make it better. So everything's, everything's rolling really good right now, and it's a lot of fun. Look at Eric, third today. Yeah, He's dying for that win. He's going to get it. That's bonkers. He's going to get it. They had the best car today, so it was fun to, uh, to see him up there, and he was rolling that bottom. Kevin, thank you, buddy. Uh, I appreciate talking to you guys. There it is, Freak Nation, New Hampshire winner, Kevin Harvick, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And uh, one of his teammates, Kurt Busch, with – I haven't seen anything stat crash. I don't know if you have with monster leaving the cup series after next season. Right. Right. It's after 19. Is that right? Stat. That sounds. They right. have, they have one more season, I believe. Okay. Yeah. I believe Kurt Busch's contracts up at the end of this year with Stuart Haas racing with monster leaving. It's monster going to leave Kurt Busch. Cause they've been a sponsor of Kurt Busch for, quite a while you've got martin truex jr losing five hour energy they announced they will not remain in the sport a, a drink that has been synonymous hmm. with nascar for 10 12 years whether it was clinton boyer or martin truex or eric jones they're gone you've got jimmy johnson losing lows there are a number of sponsors that again continue to not just leave NASCAR, the leaving motorsports. Will this be the... Well, and hold on. We should probably add, shockingly, the U.S. Army is leaving yeah. Schumacher Racing in NHRA. And that, after U.S. Army saying that they found significant increase in their signups for the Army based on the NHRA sponsorship, they pulled out of NASCAR, they pulled out of IndyCar, Many, many years ago, but they said NHRA was still valuable to the sponsorship. So I'm shocked that that one really shocked me last week when that came down that they're leaving NHRA. It's just not uh, not a good look for motorsports in general. And even in that soundbite, soundbite in the interview with Kevin Harvick, Statman, Kevin Harvick talked about guys who typically run up front just not having a great year, uh, whether it's sponsor related or not. I'm not sure, but will this finally force NASCAR into position to? Try and govern the expenditures with these teams. Is this gonna is this gonna force that that commission? What was the name of the commission that they put together? Race uh, Team Alliance. Yeah, or something like that. to to come to the table with with NASCAR NASCAR owners, the Francis, and say, look, man, uh, we're losing this amount of money. We need some of that billion dollar money that you've you've got over there with these network broadcast rights. Do you think this is gonna force them, Statman? I don't know what it's going to force him to do, but it's going to it's going to force him. Yeah, you're right. It's going to force him to come to the table. But I think the bigger issue is that these sponsors, NASCAR has been has been deep frying this golden goose for a long time. <laughs> and the sponsors have said, look, you've been promising us. Ten points in the ratings. That's a lot. But let's just say ten points in the ratings. And we've been getting two and a half to threes. And we can't pay for this anymore. And we've been pouring money into these team owners' pockets, and they're going out and buying vineyards with it, and they're buying stuff that's going to make them wealthy, and it's not going to promote our brand. And they, people are just tired of it. They're tired of it. They're not going to, 
you know, they could promote the drivers maybe. Uh, and I, you know, to answer your question, I think Monster will stay with Kyle Bush uh, rather Kurt. than or Kurt Bush. Yeah, no, no, Kyle. They he, they sponsor Kyle's downline and uh, they sponsor some of his personal Kyle Bush racing teams. So yeah, I mean they're going to stay with the drivers and the personalities, but sponsoring some of these cars and teams and series. I think it's going to change radically. It's it's the reality check that IndyCar got. I mean, granted, a lot of other things happened at the same time for IndyCar in the mid-90s, including yep. a split yep. of their series. But yep. part of the reason for the split was expenses were just way too high. And, yeah, 20 – I mean, right now, $20 million sponsorships are hard to get in NASCAR, but that's what sponsors were paying for IndyCar in the early 90s. And finally, they just said, enough, enough. I mean, granted, yeah, they, they were, were pulling paying ratings, 30 but- – they were paying 35 million, excuse me, crash. No, they right. were paying 35 million for season sponsorships. That's and insane. that's laughable now, that's but early 90s. You know, yeah, <laughs> but it's it's not uh, you know, they they say they're pouring out pulling out of motorsports. I think they're just pulling out of those contracts so they could get something a little more reasonable. Like it's happening in other sports like the NBA and uh, uh, the NFL where you know, like the NBA just got the Oakland or uh, Oklahoma City just traded uh, Mello to Atlanta, and uh, Atlanta said, "Yeah, fine, that's cool, goodbye." And they're just going to cut him loose and uh, let him go on his own. So, yeah, they're getting rid of some of these contracts that are just, and frankly, a waste of money. It's going to be curious. I just feel something has to be done, and that may already be in the works. There may be conversations that these networks. NBC and Fox are having with NASCAR because when they sign these deals, question that's happening without oh, question. It has to be. Yeah. I mean, these are billion dollar contracts for numbers that were promised uh, that I would, I would think that it's called a make good in TV where or, or radio at times too, where you'll promise a certain rating. You don't achieve that. Well, you'll give that sponsor an equivalent of that lost rating in, in ads, advertisements, I just I don't even know if there's enough out there to give these these uh, networks and advertisers of the money that they're losing. Yeah, how does a TV network that signed a year for signed a deal for six years or so? How does a TV network and then is never given what they were promised for all six of those years? How do they get anything in return? And that you would almost need an additional six years for free just to make up for it. That's just well, that's harsh. So let's say you signed with Fox, uh, and Fox has a lot of other sports things that they could, you know, put them into reruns and all sorts of stuff that they could make good. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. But the point is, Fox is not staying in business by giving away programming because somebody else didn't deliver on what they promised. So yeah, I mean it's it's got to change, and we've been saying that for years. It can't mm-hmm. continue, and like you know, like like I said, they've been deep frying this golden goose for a long time, and finally, people are saying enough already, and uh, are pulling away from it. Curious if it's going to turn into what the NHRA does. They did with ESPN, where they pay to play. They paid ESPN to be on their network, and then they just used sponsorship money to make those payments. And you see how well that worked out. Finally, they got out of that deal and went to Fox, and 
suddenly the numbers are better being on Fox versus ESPN. I, I would assume that they're still paying on you Fox. You really think so? Yeah, I do. I, I, Statman, do you know any difference? They've got live TV. Okay. Yeah, it's, pro- it's probably a barter. I, I don't think that the, the the days of people getting paid to put programs on the air are over, I mean, at least a barter. The only one who's probably getting paid 100% probably the NFL, and that's uh, the number one show on five different networks. So the, NBA, the uh, NASCAR has certainly got, got some sort of barter situation where – they pay some and we pay some, uh, but yeah, I mean it's they, the television is carrying the the weight and they're not making good. And unless I think what's going to happen is that instead of paying Fox to put the programming on the air, what they're going to do is put uh, some of that programming into uh, uh, social media in streaming on Facebook and and uh, YouTube and and Netflix maybe uh, you know they put stuff on Netflix and they get paid uh, for the people who watch it uh, so if they get 10,000 people all that money goes to NASCAR and Netflix instead of lining Fox's pockets I do know that IndyCar is looking at that and of course they signed their new deal exclusively with NBC and NBC Sports starting next year but yes, using Twitter live videos, using YouTube live videos, and one of the apps, I don't think it was Netflix, it might have been Hulu, IndyCar has been talking for additional opportunities in those realms. You have to. That's where you got to go. When you hear IndyCar drivers that drive at the speeds that they do, the, the limits that they push, complaining about the money they're getting paid and their prize money, it's something that I – it's foreign to me. When we started this thing 18 years ago, you didn't hear IndyCar drivers say that. You just didn't hear that. Because they were still getting pretty decent paychecks back then. Yep. You still yeah, had drivers work. in the early 2000s. I can, I'm not going to name their names, but two come to mind right away that were still making $10 million a year, and that's not happening anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they weren't paying as much to buy those seats. You know, there weren't as many drivers buying seats as they are now, and that's happening in everything. But when you read headlines about NBA uh, athletes getting, you know, third, 200 million and leaving 80 million on the table to go somewhere else. I mean, come on. <laughs> and, so, and I'm paying you money to go out and, and we're getting the same ratings maybe as the NBA. I mean, there's there's a whole lot of stuff that's happening here. Uh, you know, maybe they might turn into franchises more in motorsports. Uh, that seems to be a stable floor for everybody, instead of everybody out there, you know, shucking and jiving and you know, scratching. Their, yeah, scratching. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Took the word right out of my mouth. Yeah. Oh, Freak Nation. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Uh, Statman's got a take on that Formula One race today. Of course, it's got nothing to do with Mr. Lewis Hamilton. No, no. <laughs> That's right now. Speed Freak Spits. Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. It's a Statman. 
four-time world driving champion Lewis Hamilton scored an important win in Germany Sunday. It was the first time Hamilton drove through the field from 14th to victory, and it was a first Mercedes 1-2 finish in Germany, the home event for the manufacturer. The win also lofted Hamilton back to the top of the Formula One points after his chief rival, Sebastian Vettel, nosed his Ferrari into a wall and out of the race. Hamilton's now up 17 with one race before the summer break. Hamilton, though, had to survive a summons from officials who questioned his dark toward pit lane late in the race, only to be waved back by his team. The radio call was insane. How Hamilton avoided the pits is testament to his skills. Even he responded, hey guys, the team apologized, but for me, this calls into question their handling of Hamilton. When someone has superior talent, you tend to lean on that to cover your own mistakes. Where Hamilton's concerned, Mercedes' mistakes are many during the course of a season. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. 800-813-9940-800-813-9940-800-813-9940-800-813-9940-800-813-9940-800-813-9940-800-813-9940-800-813-9940-800-813-9940-800-813-9940-800-813-9940-800-813-9940-800-813-9940-800-813-9940-800-
800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a TOCO plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call TOCO at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Frick Nation, we've been doing this for 18 years. He times that by, all right, we take some, we take some weekends off. Let's say he times that by 46. No, 45. All right. 45 times 18. 810 shows. Nice job, Alex. Wow. We've got a slew of interviews to highlight over those 18 years, and we're going to do it in about 10 minutes. Oh, all of that all of that oh. went down to a slew. Yeah. <laughs> and some of them yeah, we don't want to replay. Some of them, like on our anniversary show at the end of June, it's a little awkward to listen to. Why? It's like going back and watching video or tape of your you know, high school days. Well, that's awkward, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and one reason why we're playing Frankenstein right now is Edgar Winter joined us 12 years ago for the 90th birthday celebration of the gentleman who basically invented the electric guitar, put it on the map, Les Paul, had a 90th birthday at the time of the Gibson Amphitheater in Los Angeles. Joe Saturani was there, Joe Perry, Neil Sean from Journey. And this guy, Edgar Winter, will go back and listen to that interview coming up in about 10 minutes. We talked about this either last week or week before where Jeff Gordon's contract is up with Fox this year. And there was speculation that he may leave and go full-time with Hendrick. Not driving, but trying to be that catalyst that can help Hendrick get a freaking win. I think I saw where Rick Hendrick, Hendrick Racing, is in their second longest losing streak. Yeah, Hendrick Motorsports, what a slump, man. The team is in the middle of a second longest winning streak in losing, its losing. losing streak in its history of 35 races. <laughs> and it, it, it's history of 35 years, you mean? 30, oh, no, 35 th- races is their longest losing yeah. streak. Got it. So I'm just I'm, – I'm also reading where now the speculation is that Jeff Gordon will re-sign with Fox, but curious, with the way this team is slumping, you know, Chase, El- Chase Elliott issues with that. He's just got to – you've got to freaking win. Yeah, you were thinking last week that potentially Jeff Gordon would be hired on as just another racing mind. Not necessarily in, in the engineering department, but he would be hired on as a consultant yeah. for Rick Hendrick and Hendrick Motorsports. But now, no, you're saying that's, that's not going to happen. The things that I'm seeing right now, he's expected to sign with Fox. You've got Chase Elliott, who's in the 13th spot, just behind Jimmy Johnson. But Chase Elliott, I know he's not a rookie. This is his second year in the NASCAR Cup Series. But William William Byron in that 24, 
A lot of promise for that guy. At least a lot of folks thought he had some promise. But he sits 21, 21st, 21 in points. So I'm curious if Hendrick's going to kind of twist his arm and say, hey, bud, I uh, <laughs> I helped make, make you who you are, Jeffrey. Can you come back and talk to these young punks to, to get their ass at victory lane? Because the stat man, as we know, Hendrick <laughs> – Hendrick has had has been one of those teams that has had the biggest freaking sponsors uh, to get these drivers where they are. I think the bigger issue is that he's going to maybe talk to some of the sponsors and sit down across the table with uh, his Joe Jeff Gordon instead of Joe Smith and uh, make it happen. Good point. Freak Nation, coming up next, a freaking flashback. As I said, 18 years of Speed Freaks. And what was the math you did, Alex? 800 and what? 810 shows. Slew sounds better. Slew sounds better. Edgar Winter, 13 years ago, man, or actually 12 years ago, celebrating Les Paul's 90th anniversary. Coming up next, Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What is that? This is a spiced honeymead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. 
the Boca Raton Cougars, the Las Vegas Hookers, and the Arizona Pricks? Got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the Lexington Studs or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, made with the highest quality 100% cotton available and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation. Johnny Winter and Edgar Winter, brothers, born and raised in Beaumont, Texas. And they were both born with what they call albinism. They're both albinos. Uh, Johnny Winter went on to become one of the greatest blues guitarists, influential blues guitarists. He's no longer with us, but Edgar Winter is. 71 years old. Yeah, 71 years old. The song Frankenstein, I was, I think, 10 when it came out, and you just couldn't escape the radio without hearing Frankenstein. This song, Free Ride and Frankenstein, I believe, are both from They Only Come Out at Night. Curious how many albums this they've sold with this bad boy. I'll find that out for you. But he's had a, I'll use the word again, a slew of musicians come through his bands. Uh, one of the most influential, most influential musicians, songwriters, producers uh, ever in rock and roll. We caught up with him in 2006, February 2006, as they were about to celebrate Les Paul's 90th birthday. Les Paul, of course, he's the dude who put the electric guitar front and center and no looking back, man. If you wanted to be be a leader in the band, it's either the singer or the guitar player, man. So that's why I guess Edgar Winter (laughs) decided to pick up the freaking organ and synthesizer. Uh, No, so so Edgar Winter was part of the celebration where there was Joe Satriani, Joe Perry, Allison Krauss, Neil Sean, uh, Frank Lukather from Toto Days, just a number of folks there saluting Les Paul. And we caught up with Edgar Winter uh, the week prior to that celebration in February of 2006. It's a, uh, it's a freaking flashback with Edgar Winter here in the Freak Nation. Would you please welcome, for the first time in the Freak Nation, he's probably shaking his head, too, going, what the hell am I in the Speed Freaks pits for? Would you please welcome Edgar Winter? What's up there, EW? Hey, Speed Freaks. How y'all doing? How, yeah. how about that, dude? You you had no idea that you'd ever be rolling in the Speed Freaks pits, did you? None whatever. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we had Les Paul in uh, last weekend, and that guy's a character. You Guys like yourself, Joe Perry, Neil Sean, are going to be playing at this event in Southern California you're paying homage to a guy that literally changed the world. Yes, he did. You're completely accurate on that. You know, you hear the the phrase uh, "living legend" uh, bandied about uh, with sort of reckless abandon uh, these days. But uh, Les Paul is is uh, is a case in which that is really truly deserved and an accurate description. Uh, you know, he uh, well. First of all, ask yourself the question: Where would rock and roll be without the electric guitar? There you go. You know, 
then uh, he also, which I, I didn't know when I first started out uh, uh, playing, uh, I didn't realize that he was responsible for multi-track recording and close miking. And all. I, I have always assumed that, you know, engineers, uh, you know, uh, that, that seems like uh, something that engineers would have pioneered. Uh, and when I realized Les had done that, I used to listen to all the old records when I was a kid, the Les Paul Mary Ford records, and they just had such a unique sound. It wasn't that they sounded modern uh uh, you know, up with the time, they sounded really futuristic. Les's idea was, uh, well, why can't we put these instruments on different tracks? We'll put the guitar on one track, we'll put, like, the drums on another track, we'll put the bass on another track. And uh, that way, if, if uh, somebody happens to make a mistake, then you can uh, simply fix that, you know, fix that one track instead of having to do everything over again. Hmm. So if you look like it, like the like the albums, like Sgt. Pepper, uh, you know, where the, it's like a collage of all of these different things going on. Like those albums could never have been created without multi-track recording. So there you have it. Edgar Winter, creator of Frankenstein. When you put Frankenstein out, it was way ahead of its time. Yeah, we're giving Les Paul a whole lot of credit for popularity of the guitar, but now bands and musicians, they're doing a bunch of sampling. and not sure where that's going to go, but really, you deserve a lot of credit with the gear that you were using and the gear that you invented. Well, you know, I've been variously uh, uh, acclaimed and accused, uh, you know, acclaimed in that... Uh, Synthesizer was a new cutting-edge uh, technology, and and accused in that uh, simply what you're talking about uh, when the with the advent of the synthesizer, it did a lot of things. It it, it put live musicians out of work to an extent, and uh, the whole digital revolution opened up a whole sort of Pandora's box of, of uh, uh, you know looping sampling. Uh, there there were a lot of things involved there, but. Uh, the thing that was going on at the time was simply that uh, people were using the synthesizer to emulate the sounds of already existing instruments, like a grand piano or a string section or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and that was never my approach. I, I loved all those old cool sci-fi movies like Forbidden Planet, you know, where they would oh. use theremin <laughs> and synth. And I said, well, here's a new instrument. Let's see what kinds of new, never-before-heard sounds we can create with it. So that was my whole uh, take on it. Well, why the hell can't you create something new to get rid of bands like NSYNC and that crap? <laughs> oh. Good luck. <laughs> we got Edgar Winter here in the Speed Freaks pits. Crash, go right ahead. Well, Edgar, you mentioned something earlier, you know, where would rock and roll be without the electric guitar? That really, really has changed everything. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, electric guitar, uh, to a large extent, uh, helped popularize rock and roll. It was just such a cool, sexy kind of instrument. Okay, see, and, there's another one. It's a sexy instrument, so I'm sure it helped out in that department for you. Oh, uh, well, you know, I my brother Johnny was mainly a guitar player, and what I did with the synthesizer, uh, I said, well, you know, why do these guitar players get to have all the fun? <laughs> so, uh, I was really frustrated, uh, you know, playing keyboards, being stuck behind a big, massive bank of keyboards, so <laughs> I was the first guy to come up with the idea of putting a strap on the keyboard, 
and playing it like a guitar, which is what I proceeded to do with with the song uh, Frankenstein. Uh, you know, I said, hey, this thing looks like you could just put a strap on it and uh, play it. And uh, as they say, the rest is history. Well, the thing that I wanted to talk about, we talked about Pioneer and what Les, uh, Les Paul had done, but you heard a lot of orchestral sound in your rock music when everybody else was moving towards just... You know, a lead, a, a, a rhythm, a bass, and a, and a drummer. You were you were hearing a whole lot of stuff that not everybody else was hearing. Well, sure. I uh, I was one of those uh, guys that liked to uh, transcend the musical boundaries. I I, I really enjoy hearing uh, uh, a blend of a lot of different you know styles of music. Rather than you know, I'm I'm thought of primarily as a rocker because of that uh, that that hard rock image of the synthesizer and Frankenstein. But uh, you know, I love jazz and classical. My mom played classical mm. piano. My uh, father played alto sax in a swing band in his youth. He used Whoa. to have a barbershop quartet uh, that would come over and uh, and sing. And uh, uh, you know, there, it, it's it's always been so strange to me how. Uh, uh, how divisive the, the just the, there's this division you know within music like that you know the classical people Amen. Uh, you know think that they they have a tendency to sometimes look down on rock and other other styles of music and then like uh, between the like the the jazz people think that country is really simple and in, in the country people think jazz is just a bunch of noise and uh, wow. you've got all of these people then you have like somebody like a Bruce Hornsby who's like a real fluid jazz player but uh, his music pertains that simplicity uh, and sincerity of, of country and, and you have people like Sting that, that blend jazz and rock you know my all-time favorite was Ray Charles you know I hmm. uh, he really idolized him uh, and he you know, he took blues and jazz and and gospel, which is uh, really it's great to see blues getting the recognition it so much deserves. But the, the flip side of that coin is is gospel. You know, for my money, like all of those, the original charismatic black preacher gospel singers, the people like Little Richard, Al Green, and uh, Jackie Wilson. February 2006, Edgar Winter, Beaumont, Texas, joining us for the 90th birthday celebration for the one and only Les Paul. If you're not familiar with Gibson Les Paul, oh, I don't think I even need to talk to you. You know, it's like, what? Come on. Come on. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it was always a battle for me. Some of my favorite guitar players were, again, were Les Paul or Gibson, six-string axe man. But then again, you'd have a dude like Eric Clapton, Stevie Ray Vaughan pull out their freaking fenders like, damn it, man. You have to choose one or the other, Les Paul or Fender. Les Go. Paul. Oh. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Meanwhile, at home, we've got fenders sitting there. Uh, you don't you don't look at it too cl- closely, Crasher. That is a Gibson Les Paul cherry sunburst. That I saw Gary Rostin play in 1975 at the Tarrant County Convention Center. I said, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna wow. own that guitar by the time I'm 20, 30, uh, 40. By the time I'm 50, by the time I'm 60, I'm gonna have a Cherry Sunburst Gibson Les Paul in my in my home. Okay, I sorry, sorry, Stat, I just Statman's completely laughing. <laughs> so what did Les Paul do before he took over rock and roll? 
He had a TV show. Was that with him and Mary Ford? Mary Ford, yep. Had a TV show, did country music. Yeah. I've actually I actually have his like five or six C D collection with Les Paul and Les Paul and Mary Ford. And that's <laughs> when my dad was alive and I told him that we were gonna have Les Paul on the show, thinking, you know, it's just another one of those things. Oh, dad's gonna say, Who's that? He goes, Oh, is that Les Paul from Les Paul and Mary Ford? I went, What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what that was. I got an education from my old man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Edgar Winter. Wow, I can still see that long white hair. <laughs> what an incredible, uh, incredible interview. We've got some some music stuff in the background. It's almost as legendary as some of the <laughs> uh, driver stuff we have. You know, this would be a great argument. Would guitar win this argument? What's the most in- influential musical instrument the last century? Ooh, you might have to further define influential because that could be subjective. And you might have to define the instrument because drums and rhythm. Mm, and yeah. there's, no, there's probably nothing more influential than the computer. That's changed, and keyboards, how they mm-hmm. make keyboards sound like Hammond B3s to uh, Bussendorfer grand pianos. <laughs> right. You know what? That'd be a fun discussion, though. Seriously, you would have to put computer in there, and yeah. is computer the most influential music form of all time? Well, if there was never a guitar, how could the computer duplicate a guitar sound? No, listen to you, chicken egg. I would say piano uh, over guitar, though. Yeah, I would. I would say. I would say computer. I'd, a, a guy at the church I used to. He doesn't go there anymore. The church I go to. There was a guy there who worked for Rhodes, Fender Rhodes, and he made the sounds that go into the Rhodes keyboards. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there you That's go. That's how esoteric he was. I'm so, gonna say. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna change my vote, though, guys. I'm gonna say. The cowbell. <laughs> Where would we be without the cowbell? Where would Will Ferrell be without the cowbell? I think it's a Where great would, point. Where would Mississippi State be without the cowbell? <laughs> not, not much motorsport. Not much motorsport. Helio oh, or Helio. No. Not, 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 not. Well, not only much, that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. And headlining the party. Douchebags. Moose. Not much motorsports. <laughs> the freaks. Not much motorsports. It's brought to you by our friends at ISM Raceway. That's ismraceway.com. That's the former... Phoenix Raceway. Make your plans now to come on out to Phoenix, Arizona and catch the semifinal race, the Can-Am 500, November 9th, 10th, and 11th. ISM Raceway, ismraceway.com. Crasher? Yeah, I'm not going to tell Statman what is on the four-letter right now because he and I would not get along. So I'm going to stick this topic to getting along and twin sisters who could teach Washington, D.C. a little bit about just that. Like I said, they're twin sisters. They're in Michigan, and they're each running for office. One is a Republican, one is a Democrat. Hello. And 
And, well, they're saying this is a great quote, and I think this needs to go forward with everybody. The left wing and the right wing belong to the same bird. (laughs) Seriously, think about that. How's that going to happen? The two said that their campaign will not hurt their relationship because they are still very tight. They insist, though, that they will stay loyal to their parties and endorse whoever wins their side's nomination. Listen, buttface. How do parents decide between the left or the right? (laughs) Right? It's like when you have children that play against each other. Oh, yeah. How do you cheer for that certain team? What do you do? You just don't. What? You just don't. You just stay quiet, and you just wait until it all plays out. If one of them wins, if that one's in the 13th district, and the other twin is running in the 12th district. So, technically, could they both win? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, I can't. Well, there's, there's still James Carville and Mary Madeline. They're that, married, there and they're, there you go. they're liberal and conservative as spokespeople for well, each side of the, each wing of the bird. That's how bad it's gotten for Mary Madeline. She is now <laughs> proclaimed she is not part of this Republican Party. Uh, Freak Nation, uh, thank you guys for making this thing possible. Being a part of these 18 years, man. Crasher, Paul up there in San Francisco, Clancy, Triple F, Shoot the Juice to the Moose, and Statman. Cut it loose. There's you, baby. <laughs> Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.